Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks, welcome to The Answer, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This is Gun Sports Radio. Tell your friends about us if you haven't done it already. This is show 110, and we want to thank Gun Sports uh, Gun Range San Diego for all their support. 7853 Balboa Avenue, San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week, 858-573-1911. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com for all of your gun needs, whether it be ammo, training, you want to go shoot some guns you've never shot before. They love brand new shooters. They will treat you like family, and that's the whole key because there's some ranges out there that are a little bit, you know, if you're not, don't have about four or five years under your belt, they're not as happy to see you as you would think. But you won't find that at Gun Range San Diego. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Hey, Lance, what's kicking? Well, we got uh, Mr. Schwartz killing crappie in wisconsin well actually he's at a football game now he's got his black markers under his eyes he's got that growl on his face oh man and his wife is looking like at him like seriously green bay packers green bay Packers. yeah so you know you love every bit of of it yeah so we got a huge show today so we're fortunate enough to have uh joe dramisi Mm -hmm. san diego county gun owners amazing writer uh, for the group, uh, right. I love hearing reading Joe's stuff, mm-hmm. and also sitting to my right for the folks who could see me on radio, mm-hmm. Joel Anderson, Senator from California. Absolutely, Senator Anderson. It's great to be here. Came off the hill just to see us. Rolled down to see it. us today and talk about all those fun gun laws and and whatever whatever else we can come up with. Yeah, I know it's crazy out there too, boy. Let me tell you, but there is, like you said, it, it, there is a heck of a lot happening in the gun mm-hmm. world right now. So why don't we go right straight to Joel, unless you have another idea. Well, let's idea. see. Uh, Dramisi was talking. What were, we, what were you talking oh. about? Uh, oh, yeah. You do have him down here to chat. Okay. Well, I could chat here. Uh, which did you want to talk about here? Well, the, uh, the gun law that they, we're just talking about? adding on the CCW ago? time. Yeah. There was a um, something that went to the governor's desk. I'm not sure if it's signed yet from uh, Assemblyman Gloria, um, adding a requirement for uh, people that want concealed carry. Um they want to add an eight-hour training requirement, which, and they want to do that statewide. The way the law is now, um, the state requires training, but they leave it up to the local authority. So in our case, it's up to the sheriff. Um, and in San Diego County, the sheriff already requires eight hours of training. So it won't really have any impact on people in San Diego. Sure won't be 16. Um, I know how the state works. Yeah, and the state says it can be up to 16, but no more than 16. Ah. So Gloria's specific legislation, I think, oh. says eight hours. Yeah. But it's he's mandating it from the state, or the state would mandate it. Gotcha. The way it is now, San Diego County, our sheriff, um, says we have to do eight hours, but other counties probably don't have that kind mm-hmm. of a thing. It's up to the local sheriff. So uh, anyway, that was uh, one of the things we were talking about a little bit earlier. Uh, I don't know if, Joel, are you familiar with that one or um, what was going on with that? Well, I am. It it went to the governor's desk. We've sent a letter uh, to the governor asking for a veto. And what it does is it makes all 58 counties lose local control. You know, some of these areas are rural. These people Mm. use weapons in in, in the course of their business, in the course of uh, just hunting in their backyard. So to have the same standards and rules for for them – as we do for downtown L.A. or downtown San Diego, is not mm. uh, not necessary. 
See, and, that, and that's the same kind of thing that happened. Um, if you remember last, I think it was November last year, where the state took away the authority of the local school districts to um, to allow people to be armed on campus right, if, they, if they thought it was right for them. Because again, the the whole thing about um, when we talk about school shootings and arming teachers or staff or anything like that, it's something that should be on the table. It should be up to the local district working with local law enforcement in their local community. It may be right in some areas. It may not be right in other areas, but it should be left to the locals to figure that out. And now that's been taken away uh, as of last year. Uh, absolutely. Uh, when you look at Central Valley, it is so different. Those communities are small communities. They they don't look anything like Los Angeles. They don't look anything like San Diego or San Francisco. And they should have... Uh, the ability to determine for themselves what's in their own best interest. And yet Sacramento insists on knowing better. Sounds like they steamrolled right over them. Yep, absolutely. Well, the word that pops into my mind is arbitrary. And that's the problem with, you know, our government, whether it's local, state, or federal, is they uh, they try to make these arbitrary rules. What's good for one is good for everybody. But just like Senator Anderson is saying, that's not the case. That's why it's important that we stand behind people like him to make sure that we get people that people who are making these laws understand that what's good for, you know, District A might not be so good for District yeah. B. One size does not fit all. Well, Absolutely. We right. know they just want to take away the guns at the end of the day. Right. Well, it's, it's all <clears throat> when it comes to guns, when it comes to Second Amendment, it's all arbitrary anyway, because it's all just about trying to circumvent the Constitution to take away our rights as, as citizens for the Second Amendment. Touchdown. Absolutely. That's where it's at. Well, yeah. So so what? So where are we at at this? You sent the letter in to, to get him to veto it? What right. What do you think the chances but are But it's one of over 100 letters <laughs> I've sent in. And, uh, <laughs> You're a poor assistant. Do you get, Your little do you fingernails must be to, to the bone. Uh, well, uh, sometimes when the governor vetoes, he uses the argument in the veto that we send him. Uh, so that, that then we know that he read the letter and he mm-hmm. actually applied it. But if, if nobody sends letters opposing, right. you know, they're pitching a shutout. So we all mm-hmm. should be sending letters, not Absolutely. just the legislators. We have, a, you know, in here locally, uh, we have a, a great mayor over in uh, Coronado, youngest mayor in, in this area, yada, yada, yada. And we remember he was in here not too long ago. He mm-hmm. talked. We talked about, hey, what's a good turnout for your citizens at one of your town hall meetings? And he was like, well, if we get three to five, we really think that the <laughs> the community's involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got to send lots and lots of letters because yeah. if not, like you said, you're pitching right. a shutout. Right. And what's really frustrating is sometimes when you look at a bill, and and you know that that bill is not a good bill, but nobody has sent a letter of opposition. And yet the people that are pushing the bill may have 500 letters in support of it. But if, if it's not a, a pivotal issue like uh, uh, the Second Amendment, where you fundamentally know black from white and right from wrong, uh, it's hard. It's hard to make those decisions because you count on the arguments and the letters to help you understand the issue better. So it's really important that everybody fire off a letter to the governor's office. In fact, if they contact my office, we'll tell them exactly where to send it and tell the governor how you feel. Is it a letter or email? Has just Email much- can work, but they just need to they need to have their voice on record. Okay. If so he gets tens of thousands of these 
Yeah. He knows this is okay. a hot button. So issue. how do they contact your office to get that assistance? If you just uh, Google Joel Anderson, yeah. it pops right up. I have an office in El Cajon, one in San Marcos, and one in the Capitol. But we're always trying to get uh, ordinary citizens activated, uh, fighting for the, for their own civil rights. Well, and this is a super hot issue. Maybe the reason we're not getting the return is the simplicity of writing a letter. Because... You know, a lot of people probably sit home saying, well, I don't really know how to write a letter. I mean, I can say I don't like it. But so I don't know if you're allowed to do this. Uh, Michael Schwartz did it and made a, a letter that you could download, sign it and just send it in. It was right. all written properly. Do you have something like that on your website or are you even allowed sometimes, to do that? No, sometimes we do. We don't do it necessarily that way we uh-huh. say hey sign on to my letter so my letter oh there. i got so then people go ahead and they they submit their name and we just add them on to the okay. list of names when we had a, a sanctuary state bill mm-hmm. we collected over sixty thousand signatures that i actually turned in okay and let people know that we didn't want well uh, i think sanctuary that would, state then that really simplifies the process in my world because all I know now is that if you tell us, you know, because I get your emails all the time. Thank you very much over there. And, you know, and if I know you're reaching out saying, hey, I need you guys all sign up. I think that would make a big impact on your letter signing. Well, sometimes I agree. And we try to do that. But when you look at the number of yeah. gun bills, yeah, I, know, I mean, we I know, can't just do it on every one. Now, we're sending off letters all the time, but uh, that'd be a lot of web space for me to have every one of We'll have close to 200 letters oh, yeah. that we'll send uh, on key issues like the Second Amendment, asking for those vetoes and laying out arguments. Yeah. But it's as simple as Dave sending, dear Governor Brown, uh, this no this on this. My, yeah. No on this. I'm asking for a veto because it hurts my Second Amendment rights. Wow. And, and I think and we don't have to go into a lot of detail. Yeah. It's just the sheer volume yeah. that they receive. They realize, hey, wait a minute. Maybe and can you get all the addresses off email addresses off your site? Sure, to Governor sure. Brown. We can we can arrange for for all that. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because you know, I, I hate to say it, but it's all about simplicity. When you make it so simple, there's no reason not to do it. Uh, I agree, but half the battle is simply showing up, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the truth. You can make it as easy as, as as can be. If people don't show up, it doesn't get done. I know. We should give a card to everybody that shows up. Any car you want. I don't care. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a small break. You folks are listening. Oh, wait a minute. I think I've got an out. i got to keep remembering that. Our good buddies at Triton Gunsmithing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How can I fit TritonGunsmithing.com? TritonGunsmithing.com. Getting ready for the hunting season. That's where you need to be. 858-577-0576. TritonGunsmithing.com. folks hey welcome back this is gun sports radio we are fm 96.1 and am 1170 you can find us anywhere you want hey do you or any of your family keep a firearm or a taser as a weapon for personal protection great but what would you do if or are you going to get a ccw but what would you do if you got into an incident what if you got you know pulled over and all of a sudden lawyers need to get involved well, that can be pretty expensive. So why don't we do this? Go spend $10 a month with FirearmsLegal.com. That's $10 a month. Not a day, not a week, a month. FirearmsLegal.com. Or you can call them at 469-310-9100. Trust me, take all the pressure off 
owning a gun and keeping yourself out of trouble. Remember, firearmslegal.com. By the way, uh, before we bring John Dillon on, from Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP, www.cafirearmslaw.com, uh, Joel's very efficient assistant, Maggie, uh, was nice enough to straighten the boss out. So it is easy to get your name on a letter. She's way ahead of me. Totally. All you have to do is go to my website, you click one button, and then you oppose all the gun bills, and you only have to put your name in once. Perfect. So they have made it as simple as possible. They're way ahead of me. That's what I thought. But the guy coming up next is the same kind of guy. He is so organized, he doesn't even need an assistant. And that would be John Dillon from Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. How's it going, brother? That's not true. I, I have to have an assistant, and I have one. <laughs> <laughs> you got one at home. You got one at work. I, I would be absolutely lost without one. Uh, he so is the assistant that. at home, and then he it. has one at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, so, hey, Lance guys, how are you? Lance says, I don't know if John's calling in. It's sunny out. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, i got to enjoy the nice weather when I can, right? Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those called honeydews. Yeah, he, he might have thought I was uh, maybe trying to get a, another hunt in. Uh, yeah, I should. Uh-huh. That's I, what we were thinking. I, yeah, I, I wish I could, but uh, I'm not hunting until next month, unfortunately. But, um, so yeah, I've been listening in, and I know you guys have been talking about these bills are uh, on the governor's desk to be signed or vetoed, hopefully. Uh, and I'll just tack on uh, in the sense that you can also go to Firearms Policy Coalition. They also have a easy fill-in-the-blank form. You sign your name and send it in to voice your opposition on all of these bills. Uh, but uh, have we gone into specifics of all of them, or what have we done so far? They're waiting for you. Yeah, we're waiting for you. All right. So, you know, the really big ones would be SB uh, 1177. Now, this limits firearm purchases to one every 30 days. So uh, if you go and buy a, a home defense shotgun uh, for the bedside and you also want to buy a a handgun or even another rifle to, you know, go shooting at the range and, you know, enjoy yourself. Uh, you'll have to wait uh, a month in between purchases because uh, the state of California believes by limiting one handgun per month, they are limiting the proliferation of possible illegal firearms entering uh, the, the commerce. Uh, don't, know how they really plan to do that since most of the illegal guns that are used in crimes are stolen firearms but uh yeah so that's one of them uh another big one would be ab 2888 which expands the gun violence restraining orders and allows co-workers employers and school employees to be able to file a gun violence restraining order against people uh, this is essentially a turn your neighbor in law. Uh, you know, you're fighting with your neighbor because, you know, they play loud music or something's going on. And all of a sudden you realize or they realize that you own a firearm uh, and they don't like you. So they can just, uh, you know, call on in, uh, get a gun violence restraining order, say that you've made a threat and that you own a firearm and you'll have police knocking on your door. This is uh, a wholly unconstitutional uh 
law that just absolutely dismantles due process. And what's that? What was that number again? That's AB twenty eight eighty eight. And again, this goes into all sorts of stuff. It crosses over with the fifty one fifty mental health hold. You know, if you, you know your kids at school, you got a high school kid. He breaks up with his girlfriend. Bad comments are made about himself or the girl or something. Someone from the school can call all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden your, your guns are confiscated because someone said something you knew nothing about. Uh, and these aren't made up hypotheticals. I, I've dealt with things and cases just like that. Wow, that's uh, another. Mouth. Yeah, another big one um, that is, you know, just. Amazing that they'd even try to go this far is SB 1100. And that is the prohibition or the banning sale of firearm or ammo to anyone under 21 years old. I mean, this, if you want to talk about just flatly on its face unconstitutional, this is a law that is banning the ability to purchase a firearm to adults. We're talking about 18, 19, and 20. You're legally an adult. You have all the legal rights of an adult, and this law is trying to strip those rights without any due process, without any type of investigation, without any type of criteria. If you're 18, 19, 20-year-old single mom, single parent, a person working, living on your own that's 20 years old, you will not have the ability to purchase a firearm to defend yourself. Uh, it's a horrible piece of legislation. It's a, it's a virtue-signaling uh, you know, you know, POS, just horrible law. Wow. And, and it was made in response to the the shooting in Florida. Apparently uh, sure. that, that shooter was under 18. Uh, but it, it's been proven again and again that none of these laws would have ever stopped uh, any of the most recent shootings from happening. So, uh, again, it it is a unconstitutional law that is truly meant to strip the rights of California citizens disguised as a way to keep people safe when there's absolutely no evidence uh, to support that claim. Wow. Hey, hey John, uh, Joe had a question. Well, yeah. I, was, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, it, I don't know if you were listening to us earlier, but that just brings up the term arbitrary again. They're making an arbitrary rule based on one event, you know, that affects everyone. And uh, what I used to say is, you know, We've we've gotten to this point in our society where one person poops their pants and now I have to wear a diaper, and it's just yeah. I mean and it's unconstitutional. It, it's it's because it's the public safety uh, doctrine here that we're dealing with. You know, it, to advance the public safety, the state's police powers, uh, they need to protect everyone. It's one thing happened one time, uh, and this is the method the state uses to just you know flatly. Uh, strip of their rights and it's the decision that people have to make that well yeah the the state can quote unquote make us all safe if they control every aspect of everything we do in our daily lives um you know we can reduce car accidents and car fatalities by limiting cars from going over 25 miles per hour however that would be an absurd concept to anyone trying to propose that uh, it's the same stuff with these gun laws. Uh, they are absurd in any other topic or category. These types of, you know, uh, virtue signaling laws would not be accepted. Uh, and they are it, when it comes to the Second Amendment because 
it's the the forgotten stepchild of rights. I can't remember if it was Thomas Paine or, or or Ben Franklin who said, "If you sacrifice liberty for a little security, you deserve neither." And that's yeah, a true and, story. And, and truly, you know, when you go down to it and break it down, the people who own firearms, who use firearms, who believe that they should be able to use firearms for self defense. Uh, you know, generally speaking, these are independent, I'll do it myself, I take care of myself type people. They don't want to rely uh, on the go- on others, and especially the government, uh, as a part of their daily lives. And when the government is saying that, no, 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 we know better, we're going to keep you safe. So you don't, like, so don't buy more than one gun a month. And, you know, if you're 20 years old, we know better. Uh, we can determine whether or not you're safe to own a firearm, uh, and it's just wrong. There, there's no other way to cut it. And truly, people need to pay attention that these are getting passed in California. And you know, with right now with Governor Brown, this is his last term, and he's he's, he's leaving. So it's it'll be very interesting uh, which ones he signs and which one he vetoes. This is like he's vetoed similar stuff in the past, but again. He's vetoed something one year and then approved it the very next year. So uh, there's no guarantee that he's not going to sign these, no matter how unconstitutional they might be. Right. And remember, you got elections coming up for governor in California, and one of the primary candidates is Gavin Newsom. This is a man who straight up does not believe citizens should own firearms. Uh, he will if he becomes governor, he will sign every piece of gun control legislation that comes to his desk, regardless yep. of how absurd it is. Yeah, if you think Moonbeam Brown is bad, yeah. wait till Gavin Newsom sitting in yeah. there. Yeah, I know this, it's terrible. This is truly a time that people need to stop talking on the internet about how horrible the laws are. They actually need to start paying attention to what laws are getting passed, and they need to start. You know, actually submitting their voice in opposition and working uh, to stop these types of laws from passing. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Did you have a question, Joel? Well, I was just going to say SB uh, 111, excuse me, 1100, uh, that targets long guns. I mean, we're not talking, I mean, this that whole bill says that essentially that 18 to 21-year-olds can't have a long gun. So, you know, how, how do you go hunting? I mean, this is actually nuts. It's totally nuts. Yeah, well, there is an exception if you get a hunting license. But again, now they've just done a backdoor licensing requirement to own a firearm in California by doing that. And, and again, it's absurd. If you're an adult, you get all the rights of an adult. I get my First Amendment right, my Second Amendment right, my third, fourth, fifth, down the line. You know, it does you, not You can carry that same weapon. Or 20. As a Marine, to defend our liberty, of which you cannot partake. I know. Isn't that insane? Exactly. And, and frankly, I'm of the belief that if you're 18, you're an adult, you have no prior felonies, mental health issues, anything like that on your record, you should be able to buy a handgun, too, because you are an adult. Yep. And that is, <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, handguns are the you know foundation of self-defense under the Second Amendment, according to DCV Heller. So it's... Uh, this is just a gross overstep. Yeah. Well, we just got to quit taking military kids in unless they're 21. Simple. There you go. Let them see. Let them see to try to get that happening. All right, John. Thank you very much, folks. At cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. Check him out or call him at seven six zero four three one. 
800-529-9501. All right, folks. Hey, you frustrated by the new California laws for AR? Well, looking for a cost-effective, easy solution? Cali Key. That's the way to go. C-K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. That's CaliKey.com. Check these guys out. Make sure you tell them you heard it right here on Gun Sports Radio. And coming up, Hollywood in the house. Stay tuned. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. Whoops. The new one is FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are intelligent conservative. The answer. Don't forget the new one, Dave. I know. It's right there. Hey, folks, Triton Gunsmithing. Have you ever been uh, to Triton Gunsmithing? Well, if you haven't, you're missed out. The place is awesome. And if you're kind of into old guns, they have a phenomenal collection of black powder and cowboy guns and all kinds of cool stuff. So go to tridentgunsmithing.com. You know, check out their website and call them at 858-577-0576. And uh, they are your true connection for gun repairs, upgrades, and more. All right, we got... The Gun Range, San Diego, Hollywood, in the house, 7853 Bobo Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. That's the thegunrangesandiego.com. They have been with us since day one, and we truly, truly appreciate it. So let's find out what Hollywood's got for us today, because all I see are question marks. <laughs> That's usually what I see every time I open my eyes. That's kind of what I thought, too. Just question marks every day. Now, um... We get phone calls all the time, you know, from people uh, calling into Gun Range San Diego, and they're like, "Hey, uh, you know, do you have a hundred yard range or fifty yard range?" And it only goes out to twenty five yards. Uh, and we'll, you know, we understand that the shooting community is, you know, we, we're a part of it. We we uh, like our partners out there, you know, so we will uh, guide people to Lemon Grove out in Alpine or to uh, South Bay down in Del Zur if they want to shoot that two three hundred yard range, or whatever. Or even up in Pala, 800 yards. But what a lot of people don't understand is bullet trajectory. What people don't understand is when that bullet, especially in the most popular rifle in America, which is the AR style, the sporting rifle, the two two three, the five five six, when that bullet leaves the barrel, it starts to rise before it goes down. Be, just because of bullet trajectory. It has pitch, it has yaw, and... Um, because the bullet is spinning, it starts to rise up a little bit. So believe it or not, at 25 yards, which is why we put our range at 25 yards, at 25 yards, that is the same impact you would have with that same rifle at 300 yards. Hmm. So don't get discouraged if you're local range. And even if you're up in North County, you don't want to drive all the way down to gun range San Diego. If your local gun range only goes out to 25 yards, don't be discouraged. Get what we call a reduced silhouette target or a reduced target um, you know something a little bit smaller maybe the size of a silver dollar and amen at that because that is going to be the same impact area as you would have at 300 yards because of the way that uh, the bullet trajectory works in those AR rifles and it's not hard to do you know especially if you get like a 16 inch barrel yeah. I mean it, it works out just you know just perfect in fact uh, when we teach the military guys is you know people, most people you know who listen to the show know that's what I do for a full-time job as I, as I train as a uh, government contractor. Been, after being in the Marine Corps for 25 year, or 22 years, I train uh, the military now on uh, special weapons and tactics. 
and we use um, iron sights. We teach all the fundamentals on iron sights, no red dots, no magnification, anything like that. Because if you can't understand the fundamentals on basic iron sights, then you're not going to truly understand or be able to get the full effect out of any type of magnification or red dot or anything like that. And when you set up when you set up your rifle for what's called zeroing, there's a on your rear sight elevation there's uh there's a six six slash three. And the six slash three stands for three hundred yards or six hundred yards. And you set it for three hundred yards and then you shoot at twenty five yards and your impact's gonna be the exact same. Mm. Now what's an iron sight versus what? Well iron sight is just your basic, you know, Steel, Made out of iron. steel front sight post and adjustable rear sight aperture. Gotcha. Versus like a, a scope or something that's magnified or a red dot right. or a holographic or anything like that. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. So um, don't be discouraged. Go out there, shoot, go, go to your 25 yard ranges, um, put that, uh, that target all the way out to the 25 yard. Put your target at the bottom of the at the bottom of the cardboard as low as you as low as as low as it will hang and whatever uh, target apparatus you know that particular range has, and really hone your skills into there and try to you know try to get ten shots the size of a dime, you know before you start complaining that oh it's only twenty five yards, I need to be shooting further because you know I got this awesome rifle I just spent so much time and money on. Well, you know, if you can't put twenty five, if you can't put ten shots together in the size of a dime at twenty five yards, you might want to hold off before you go to a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, because that's going to be your three hundred yard shot anyway. That's interesting. I had never known that. I'd never known that. Yeah. So you got the you got the rise and the fall, and we got, you know, um, you know, it, it is the most popular rifle, you know, in America, the sporting rifle, um, which we talked about the history a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we have a ton of them down there at the Gun Range San Diego. You come down there, we can set you up from anything from from the basic, you know, uh, mill spec style rifle that's going to run you around seven hundred bucks, and we can put you all the way out to something that you know that if you really wanted to get really good and shoot out to a thousand yards or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. we can set you up with that too. Well, I would assume if somebody went to a longer, you know, like a hundred yards, and you weren't proficient at twenty five, you'd be really bummed at a hundred. Uh, for sure, because <laughs> you're not going to hit nothing, <laughs> right? You know, so you got to get what. So there's three types of zeros. You have your you have your uh, true zero, your uh, basic zero, and then what's called your battle size zero. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks that BZO is the way to go. BZO stands for battle size zero. So you have your true zero. Basically, all of your, whether it's whether it's optics or iron sights, or whatever, everything has can be zeroed out, meaning the front sight post is set factory. The mm-hmm. rear sight elevation factory. Rear sight aperture left to right factory, where it's all set at zero. And that's a that's a that's a basic zero for the rifle. Mm-hmm. And then you get the shooter zero. So now what we do is you get in a really good shooting position in the prone, preferably, mm-hmm. and you fire two or three shots. And then you check your you know your grouping. You make adjustments as necessary. You fire two or three more shots. Do the same thing again. Then you fire two or three more, and you know if you make if you have confidence in your shooting, you make bold movements. You can get what's called your true zero, your the shooter's zero, mm-hmm. and that means that you should be able to pick up that gun at any time, anywhere. Go to factory zero, 
look at your little sheet. Say my my zero under perfect conditions is front sight post down two clicks, the rear sight after left two clicks, and the you know, and now that's my zero. Mm. And then you can base off of and then I go out to a hundred yards or three hundred yards, whatever, on an outdoor range, and I can check the value of the wind. Okay, the wind's moving it from you know left to right at you know five miles an hour. So according to my data book, that means I need to make four clicks on my rear sight aperture. And I'm still on target no matter what. Mm, interesting. Uh, and then you have what's called your battle site zero. So for guys in the military, you know, they don't they don't just go out in T-shirts and blue jeans or whatever. They actually have to go out in what we call the full battle rattle helmet, you know, plates, extra gear, you know, all that stuff. And so what happens is now maybe my – that's why we came out with the adjustable stock on the, uh, the AR style, the M4 style rifle anyway because – now you know I got All two inches. Yeah, right? I got two inches of plates on my chest. I'm not going to get the same stock well or same eye relief on that rifle that I got mm. sitting in a nice range with my t-shirt. So I'm going to have to adjust the stock a little bit, move it around, something like that. So now that's going to change my my point of aim and point of impact a little bit. And so then that's where we get the battle size zero from. And you keep <laughs> this all in a little book. Well, you should. Like I, when I was in it, some. It depends on the service. Like, Marines are very particular about our rifles. You know, when when I got issued a rifle, I had that rifle for years and years and years. Like, I knew the serial number. It was mine. That's the rifle I got every time, no matter what. I was responsible for it. And I actually had my data uh, scribbled on a piece of paper and taped to the side of the magazine well. Right, right. And so I knew my data always. My, my, my you zero, never had to go look for it. Right, my zero, my true zero, and my battle site zero. Interesting. And... um so, and so it's just something that we, you know, it's just basic math mm-hmm. that, you, that you can do. And it always kept me on target. But you got, you know, some services just don't, you know, that shooting is their secondary deal. You know, I, I love the Navy. I love training these guys, but they. It's know, not their primary. Right. It's not their primary deal. You know, a, an engineer on a on a submarine that they, they, could, they could care less what a, what a rifle is. So they don't get issued a rifle like the Marines do. So they should really even work harder and maintaining that information, knowing okay, this is this is what I shoot normally. This is what I shoot under perfect conditions. And then if I ever have to put on a a vest or gear or anything like that to stand and watch, then I know I need to. Adjust they got torpedoes. Way. Well, and, and got, actually, and, and submarines is probably a bad example. Yeah, because I was just going to say because they, they use, because they use shotguns. Yeah, they they, they shoot shotguns yeah, on submarines. Shotguns. Really? Yeah, that'd they, rattle that, around inside a shot. Well, yeah. that'd be hurt the ears. Well, it'll clear it'll clear a doorway, hallway, real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get down on the submarine. Golly, not me. I'm not getting that. Too. I have a quick question for yes, you. Sir. So, when you're on the 25 yards, are you standing and firing? Or are you in a prone position, or how does that work? Well, you want to if you if you're trying to get uh, your BZO, if you're trying to really get into the most precise uh, shooting you can get, you want to be in the most stable shooting position you can be in. Which is the lower you are to the ground, the more stable you're going to be. So the prone is absolutely the most stable and uh, mathematically accurate uh, shooting position you can be in. But, you know, then they say kneeling is after that and then standing. But me as a shooter, I shoot better in in the standing than I do in the kneeling. I just can't get comfortable in the kneeling. I can't get a good base. But in the prone, I'm perfect. I'm perfect, sincerely. And then in the standing, I'm better than I am in the kneeling. Wow. Well. All right, folks, that was Hollywood from Gun Range San Diego. We want to thank them for sending him out. Hey, by the way, are you frustrated by the new California law for ARs? Looking for a cost-effective, easy solution 
that will allow you to keep your AR featureless and, and, and yet you still are compliant? Well, Kelly, Cali Key is the answer. Easily convert your AR to be California compliant in just two minutes. Keep your entire collection intact at a price you can afford. Check out the new Cali Key and the future proof your AR from future gun laws. Go to CaliKey.com. That's K A L I K E Y.com. All right. This is FM 96 1 AM 1170. The answer. We'll be back in a moment. Gun Sports Radio. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. Intelligent Conservative. Yes, we are the answer. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a firearm or other weapons for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in any kind of an incident that involves your weapons, what is your plan to pay for bail? Lawyer fees, all of the above. Well, hey, do like we do. Join Firearms Legal Protection. For less than $10 a month, you will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com or give them a call at 844-357-9400 or just go to the site at Fire armslegal.com and make sure you tell them the gang at the radio station sent you. Okie dokie, Smokey. So we've got sort of uh, open mic. Who wants to go first? So we were talking at the break about uh, with, with Joe about your uh, the cowboy deal. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the things, uh, something else you can get at the gun range, San Diego, something I picked up over there was um, I just picked up a, um, a replica 1873 lever action uh, rifle by uh, Uberti and got a great deal at the uh, gun range San Diego and um, you know shooting the lever action guns I mean the the gun that won the West basically and for uh, for me being raised on the um, on the classics like El Dorado and Rio Bravo I just had to have one of those and it was pretty much all I could do not to get the John Wayne loop on the thing I I chickened out at the last minute but uh, I may add that later but um, a lot of fun to shoot. Uh, I was hitting things out at 100 yards the first time out with it with the iron sights, which was just uh, just very satisfying, a lot of fun to do. But um, something else I got to do this weekend was uh, a friend of mine's been um, hounding me to go watch them uh, do the cowboy action shooting, which uh, they do in his particular group. Uh, he shoots with the Escondido Banditos. There you go. And they shoot up at the uh, Escondido Fish and Game uh, range. Was he all done up? And uh, Dressed yeah, up? If you haven't seen that before, <laughs> they're a lot of fun. The, uh, the people, uh, they shoot shotguns, they shoot rifles, they shoot handguns. They're all period. So uh, some of it's black powder, some That's of it's right. not. There was cap and ball there. Um, and they dress up. So everybody, it looks like a tombstone, essentially. Uh, there's men, there's women, there were young people, older people, and uh, they have aliases, so they have uh, different names. The other thing that was a lot of fun, uh, aside from watching everyone shoot, is um, they have carts. And we see this, uh, you know, I shoot uh, other matches, USPSA matches, and people have golf carts and wagons and things to carry all yeah. their gear um, it, with the cowboy matches, the gar- the carts are period. 
They're all made out of wood. They're handcrafted. Mm. Um, there's a man there that actually builds them. He's a uh, retired cabinet maker. Uh, shoots under the name of Yule Luz. And uh, the carts are just amazing. And they're all different. They're all unique. His little cart had a roll top cover on it, like a roll top desk. Nice. Um, and it's just, you know, it was another one of the things that I see with the gun community. This is what gun owners really do. You know, as opposed to what a lot of these gun control people want you to think that we're all bad and we're doing this, we're doing that. Um, these are just great people. They were having lots of fun, a really wholesome family kind of thing. And it was uh, it was just really enjoyable. Yeah, this is the evil gun culture that they all talk about that we what we do, you know, like, you know, at the gun Delmar gun show that they were saying how they want to stop the evil culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, which I have yet to see. Right. But, uh, me too. <laughs> I haven't seen it. But, you know, it's like you said, and it's got it's family. It's a family uh, experience. Sure is. It is. And uh, the number of people and I see that, like I was saying, I shoot other action pistol uh, matches on the weekends. And there's uh, like on our group um, and the squad I shot with this Saturday, actually this weekend, there's a uh, 12 year old boy that outshoots me pretty much every week. Um, there's another uh, guy that brought his son as well. who looks a little bit younger than that and is just learning uh, but there's there's men, there's women, there's kids, all yeah, ages. You, too. Uh, I, I, you know, I was afraid to look, so I, I don't know how he did. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha I hate that. Well, speaking of shooting, Senator, do you, what do you shoot? In 60 days. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be shooting a lot more in 60 days when, I, when I'm done with uh, serving the Senate. But yeah. I have a Glock, and uh, my family and I, we go out a couple times a year and... and um, yeah, uh, we use it for family protection, but I also just love shooting it. Yeah. It is a beautiful weapon, and uh, it's an awful lot of fun. Uh, I was invited to a. I get invited to all sorts of events, and I didn't quite know. I thought it was a shotgun event, and I don't own a shotgun, so I didn't bring anything. And it turns out that they had they were shooting targets. But they're like scenarios, mm-hmm. and you had to go through and hit certain targets at certain times and take different positions. I've never had so much fun in my life. Now that I'm back in the district, and I should be here, uh, you know, five days of the of the week, not uh, just three days a week. I, I I'm looking. I'm going to start looking for those opportunities because I'd love to get into it. I'd love to do more. And sure. in everything you're describing up in Escondido that that seems like an awful lot of fun. And then you got to go to Wild Bill's first and get outfitted. There's a little well, old lady there that'll hook you listen, up. Listen, before I start wearing the boots and the hat, <laughs> I'm going to make sure I hit the target. I, That's I'm what gonna, I uh, would be like. Oh, I, no. You know, I don't want to be all hat and boots and nothing to show for it. Well, you could ease your way in with the boots and the belt buckle. Hold off on the hat until you could actually hit something. Oh, yeah. that's right. The hat could get in the way. Huh? It was obvious. That do you wear a hat? Uh, Cowboy hat? You know, I have to say I do occasionally because living out in Lakeside, there's times when uh, I can fit right in with it. Yeah, right. Otherwise, I'm, plus you'll get sunburnt. Like, you know what? Otherwise. Well, on the first and third Sundays, what is it? USPCA? The uh, USPSA matches. PSA They're match, up at the right. Paola range up um, up there by the casino. Second and fourth. And uh, the second and fourth. I'm sorry. You're right. The second yeah. and fourth Sunday. I, I should know this by now. The second and fourth Saturdays are up at Paola. The USPSA matches. The first and third Saturdays, and I just say Sunday, Saturdays, these are all Saturdays. Yep. First and third Saturday of each month is the Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club up in Alpine, where they do the same kind of thing. It's the same action handgun match. It's scaled down a little bit. It's not quite as elaborate as uh, Palo, but it's still a lot of fun. You would like it. Mostly revolvers there, too, which is fun to, well, to see. Or you can bring your semi-auto. Yeah, and all you need is just five magazines and a holster. 
and then oh, bring the that. bring the lock. And if you're, you know, and, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, bring well, I think I have all those items. Oh, well, there fact, you I go. Think I may have ten <laughs> magazines. Okay, for good. It, so. Yeah, you fit right in. That's the first and third Saturdays out there. Absolutely. I was out there today uh, with the same group, except they were shooting rimfire. 22. Oh, yeah. So we were shooting rimfire today, and I brought a 22 rifle. That's what I was using. and um, But a lot of people brought their pistols, and it was, uh, you know, like, you know, pew, pew. Did you hit anything? Yeah, barely. Somehow. Yeah. Fooled them all. And again, you know, along the lines of what, what gun owners really do, the... Uh, Next big event up there, um, at least that I'm involved in anyway, is um, in October is the Women on Target event. And uh, it's sold out right now, the October one is, but they do this four times a year where um, they invite, and I think they limit it to 40 women. And it's aimed at um, women that don't have a lot of experience or no experience with firearms. And um, what they do is they, they match them up with mentors and they break them up into three groups and they'll get a chance to shoot handguns one-on-one with a mentor. They'll switch over. They'll shoot rifles one-on-one with a mentor, and then they'll shoot shotguns. So they get exposed to all that wow. uh, along with the safety training and all the other stuff that goes with it. And a really great event. And uh, the people from the Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club put those on. They do four of them a year up there. All I can say is my wife is a better shooter than I am, naturally. I, here I am. I, I go, and all these people are giving me lessons and improving my skills. She walks out there and immediately cleans my clock. So I know. Mine does this, did the same thing to me, yeah. too. She had a grouping the size of a quarter with a 9 millimeter of thirty eight and a shotgun, and she never had any one of those three in her hand in her life. I said, well, that just isn't going to work. It's a sign from God. It must be. I'm telling you. Hey. Joel, thank you very, very much for taking time out of your Sunday and coming down. Appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. And aren't you thrilled you brought Maggie? Boy, you're not kidding. I'm telling you, it's tough. And, and of course, Mr. Dreesy, we appreciate you coming in. Wear your cowboy hat next time. Thank you. I'll make a point of that. Wear the boots. Hey, folks, before we hit the road, are you beginning an intermediate or advanced pistol shooting? You want to shoot outside and have some real fun? Well, now's your chance. When, I think we just mentioned this, every first and third Saturday of the month, 7 a.m. to noon, at Lemon Grove Gun Club in Alpine. Why? To help shooters increase their safe gun handling skills. How much is that going to cost you? Woohoo, $15. You're here. You hear us talk about the importance of training and having fun. And if Lance can do it, then you can too. That's right. Hey, call Paul Lichtenstein. He's the match director at 619 540-9600. That's 619-540-9600. And we want to thank all of our advertisers, San Diego County gun owners, the Gun Range San Diego, cafirearmslaw.com, firearmslegal.com, Triton Gunsmithing, and last but not least, Cali Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. And if you'd like to sponsor us or get, you know, have some questions and you need answered, Info at gunsportsradio.com. And don't forget to check out our website, gunsportsradio.com, as well. And I want to thank uh, Joe Holyfield, John Dillon, Michael Schwartz, even if he is at a Packers game, and, of course, Lance Pelkey for all their support. So we're going to go ahead and we, we are going to hit the dusty trail here in a few. Any last parting words? Did you put a, got a minute? Cali key? Did, did you put install your Cali key yet? I did not. Did that? Do it? Yeah. Needs the instructions. He hasn't got two minutes. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) All right, folks. We're going to go ahead and hit the dusty trail. New show coming up next. Little Joe, the big show right here on 
96.1 FM, AM 1170, The Answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.